What could be greater than the relationship of Moshe Rabbeinu and Torah? Torah Tzivalonu Moshe, Zichru Torahs Moshe Avdi. We know how Moshe and Torah are so intrinsically connected. What overrides that? Come and learn with me this incredible Sicha. With regards to Parshas Tetzavah, the Balaturim says, This is the only Sedra from the point of Moshe Rabbeinu's birth in Velcher where Moshe Rabbeinu's name is not mentioned Ad until Chumish Dvarim. Under Tam Avdemiz, says the Balaturim, what is the reason that Moshe's name is omitted in this Sedra? Because when Moshe Rabbeinu was davening to, to the Abishter, to God Almighty, to atone, to forgive the Jewish people for the sin of the Egel Azov of the golden calf, Moshe said, if you forgive the Yidden, I'll accept. But if not, remove my name from the Sefer which you have written, namely the Torah. And the Gemara tells us that when a Chacham, when a sage gives a curse, even if it is contingent upon something, and the contingency did not was not fulfilled, nevertheless, once it came out of the mouth of the sage, it is implemented regardless of the contingency. So this request of Moshe to... Remove his name from the Sefer, even though it was dependent on the Abister not forgiving the Yidden, and the Abister did forgive the Yidden. Nevertheless, the 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 request of Moshe is fulfilled, and at least in one Sedra, and in this case it's Parshas Tetzava, Moshe's name is omitted. every detail. And every uh, aspect of Torah is precise. The fact, we must say, that the fact that Parshat Tetzavah was chosen as an Irzol that in Parshat Tetzavah it should be fulfilled that which Moshe said, erase my name from your Sefer. Which didn't even happen until dominion. Especially since it would have been more appropriate to allude to this concept. That Moshe's request was fulfilled even though it was there was a contingency. In einer von die said it was kommen noch und wenn wir schon wegen damit das mechanina it would have been it would have made more sense seemingly to put it in into one of the sadness that come after parshas kisisa after we we already know that Moshe said mechanina from the fact that we didn't do that and we put it in parshas tetzave it does der far was the union from mechanina misifrecha is massim to take from der sadness it must be that the idea of Mechenina has a specific connection to the theme of this Sedra of Parshas Tetzavah. Dar from first day, we must come, we must understand. What's the connection of Mechenina, of Moshe's request, that his name be removed from the Sefer, from the Torah, 
to the to the themes discussed in Parshat Sava, where it speaks about the commandment to kindle the lights, the lamps of the Menorah, Asiyas big dekuna to make the priestly garments, chinuch arayinuvan of the induction of Aaron and his children into the kuhuna, into the priesthood, unasiyas mizbeach hakteres and the building of the the mizbeach that was inside the heichal which was used for the kateres, the gold mizbeach that was used for the incense. These are the things that are spoken about in Parshat Tzava. What could be the connection between the fact that Moshe Rabbeinu said mechenina. Uh, remove my name from your sefer and these various uh, 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 concepts that are spoken about in Parshas Tetzav. That is question number one. Why was Parshas Tetzav chosen to, to, to be the one, to be the Parsha of Mechenina? And what's the connection between Mechenina and the ideas that are spoken about in Parshas Tetzav? We have another question. The intent of the Balaturim, when he says that Moshe is not mentioned in this Sedra, is not as the in Moshe. Doesn't mean that he doesn't speak about Moshe, nor as Moshe ver nit der mont bishmoi. It's that Moshe is not mentioned by name. Aber in the Sedra, retzich legin Moshe, un in arribu ipsukim. In the Sedra of Tetzava, it does speak about Moshe Rabbeinu and in many of the Psukim. So it's not about Moshe being ignored or not spoken about. It's about Moshe's name. Nochmer, additionally, the Aschalas HaSedra, and Shem HaSedra, the beginning of the Sedra and its name, versus Meramis Kiyuduaf and Teichith and Gansa Sedra, as we know that the name represents the theme of the entire Sedra. Vi'ato Tetzava, now, of course, we refer to the parsha as parsha tetzava, but the parsha is begins with the words va'ata tetzava, and in certain places that are brought in the ha'ara, the parsha is known as va'ata tetzava. It has two two words in the name. But who is the va'ata, and you should command Moshe Rabbeinu. So the very name and very first word of the parsha is talking about Moshe. Unzois ve'oid. More than that, v'yata tetzave meint kepirus kleyakar mimuhus atzmuscha. According to the kleyakar, v'yata means from your essence. The the kleyakar addresses the fact that v'yata tetzave is a double expression. V'yata and you, tetzave you should command. He asks, why do you need v'yata tetzave, a double uh, expression of 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 you? Shnei noichechius. Are the words in the Kliyakar. So the Kliyakar explains at length that that here in the Atat Tetzava, Moshe is primarily, Hashem is primarily talking about the Ner HaMaravi, the miraculous candle of the Menorah that burned eternally and constantly. So the Kliyakar says that Hashem is saying to Moshe, you from your very essence, you can command the Yidin. And you could bring about the miracle of the Ner HaMaravi. So, applying this to our discussion, the essence of the individual, or the core of the individual, is much greater, is much higher than the level of the person that, is, that, is, that relates to the name. As the Rebbe explains, In Yonifun Hashem is Bichteyaz Atzveit Zalom Kerin Rufen. 
A name is so that someone else will be able to call out to him. But the essence of the individual is higher and deeper than, than relating to the other person. And therefore, the essence of the person, the very, the very core being, is higher than a name. And according to this, we, we can see the way, the manner in which the mechani is fulfilled. As mentioned not by name, but through saying the words seems to be even greater than the name of Moshe. In other words, our impression is that 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 this was a klala. In the, in the in the words of the of the uh, of the Balaturim, and something we 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 go down a step to to sort of uh, uh, skip Moshe's name. Here it seems that we're connecting to Moshe on a higher level. It doesn't seem like a negative thing. We're we're, we're talking about Moshe and about his essence. So almost as if to say, what did we gain? What are we accomplishing? So this is our second question. Question number one was, what's the connection to Parshas Tetzaveh? Question number two is, it doesn't seem like we gained anything if we, are, if we omit Moshe's name, but instead we talk about his essence. In Sif Gimel, the Rebbe is going to say that in order to understand the, the relationship to Parshas Tetzaveh and... And, and therefore, to understand what's happening, if we're mentioning Moshe's, Moshe's talking about Moshe's etzem, we first have to understand mechinina. What exactly was Moshe asking? What was Moshe trying to accomplish? What is the what and what is the meaning of mechinina? Once you understand what mechinina is all about, then you can understand how it relates to parshas itself. So first, we must we must uh, preface to understand the depth. Rashi says on this Pasik, what's from the Sefer that you wrote from the Torah, from the entire Torah. Moshe is asking to be removed from the entire Torah. And this is going to be our question. Moshe is Torah. Moshe is defined by Torah. As Chazal tell us, there's a mechilta that says that there's three things that Moshe was ready to give up his life for, and because of that, they are named after him. And one of them is Torah, as it says, Zichru Torah Moshe Avdi. Remember, Torah Moshe. Because Moshe gave up his life for the Torah. The example the Medrash brings is that Moshe went up to Shamaim Lechem Le'achalomayim Le'shasa, he didn't eat and he didn't drink for 40 days, and this was a Mesiras Nefesh, this was a sacrifice that was called giving up his life for Torah, and therefore the Abishter names Torah after him, Torah Smaisha. From this we can understand that this idea to remove Moshe's name, not just from one parasha, but to Moshe's, in Moshe's request to remove him from the entire Torah, reared on the Etzem Metzius from Moshe and affects the very essence of Moshe. V.S. is ancient Torah as Moshe is one with Torah. So just understand the severity of Mechelina. Moshe is saying, I know that this affects my very being. And yet, I want this done. And for what was Moshe risking everything? 
to achieve an atonement for the Chet Egel, for the sin of the golden calf. Because Chet Egel is a Chet Achichamur. Chet Egel was a grave sin. So much so that all future sins and their consequences are connected to the Chatei if you if the day that I remember, meaning the day that there are other sins that, that, that make me have to punish, I will remember this sin of the golden calf. So there's a, so the, the gravity is so great that it, it continues to come up in future generations. Is Tamuah, so this raises a question. How could it be that Moshe would, would risk his very existence as it connects with Teirah for the few Jews that sinned with a golden calf, including those who not just worshipped the, 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 the calf, but who made it, who created the calf. Which went against the Aseres Adibres. You shall not have any other gods before you. You shall not make for yourself a, great, a graven image. They totally broke away from, from Torah. For these people, Moshe is giving up everything. That's our question of Mechainino. Mechainino is not just, okay, skip my name. Don't write my name. No, Mechainino means, means, Something that affects Moshe's very being. Why would Moshe risk or give up his entire being for the sinners and for the people that are running away from the very Torah that, 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 that Moshe is defined by? In addition to that, we have to understand. Thus is their toichen from Akashas Moshe. What is the meaning of Moshe's request, and if not, the Pasuk says, and now, if you will accept, if you will uh, forgive their sin, then it's okay, we're good. But if not, if you don't forgive them, uh, remove my name, uh, erase my name from the Torah. From your Sefer, which Rashi explains from the, from the entire Torah. What is the connection between these two things? That if, the, that if the Hashem will not forgive the Yidin on this sin, is Mecheni from Torah. We know that, 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 we, that when someone, let's say when you have to punish a child, the, 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 the consequence has to be connected to the, to the infraction. It's not Stama or Knas. It's it, a... It, it's a way to educate the child as what they did wrong. Here, Moshe is saying, if you don't for, forgive the Yidin for the Chet Egel, then take my name out of the Torah. What's the connection between the two? How does one lead to the other? Rashi is Mevair. Now Rashi explains, as the Mitat Moshe Givol Bavarinen, that Moshe wanted to address the following issue. If they're going to see, the future generations will see my name in the Torah, they're going to say, why couldn't Moshe, uh, uh, why couldn't Moshe uh, um, ask for mercy? Why couldn't Moshe do anything for them? So therefore, I'd rather you took my name out of the Torah. Nobody should know that I existed. So they shouldn't have complaints on me that I didn't, that I didn't save the Jewish people. That's what he means. It's not about the Torah. It's about, I don't want, to, I don't want people to know who I am. So that way they shouldn't, they shouldn't question my integrity. This, this explanation 
It's not so well understood. From the context of the Pasuk, it seems to imply that Moshe's a, a, a demand of the Ebishter was more about the atonement for the Chateigel, and not to and not to uh, assure his own future, his own uh, reputation. It doesn't, it doesn't seem like Moshe cares that much about his reputation. It seems like he's just trying to, to uh, uh, arrange, to achieve a, a kapara. But more than that, if we're talking about the possibility of, of not forgiving for this grave sin, how important could it be by Moshe, who's the faithful shepherd, what people are going to say about him? We're talking about the future of these people, of these Yidin, who have committed this terrible sin. Is Moshe going to stop and worry right now what people are going to say about him? So this brings us back to our, uh, to our question, what's the connection between the, the Kapara and the Chateigel and Mecheinina? And Moshe's request to have his name taken out of the Torah. So in Sif Dalad, the Rebbe is going to begin the beer. First, we're going to answer the second set of questions. What is Mechenina? And then we're going to go back to the first set of questions as this relates to Parshas Tetzaveh. The beer, and here's the beer. We asked in the beginning of the Sikha, what is greater than Torah's Moshe, than the connection between Moshe and Torah? And right away in the first if the first paragraph, the Rebbe explains, It is so much so that it is impossible to separate Moshe from the Jewish people as a whole and from each individual Yid. As Rashi says, and the Rebbe brings this Rashi many, many, many times in the Sikhs, Moshe who Yisrael, Yisrael, hey Moshe, Moshe, Moshe is the Yidin, and the Yidin are Moshe. The Rabbi Rashi over there refers to a pasuk where it says by Yishlach Yisrael Malachim Al that the Yidin sent messengers to Sichain. And Rashi says that in another pasuk it says Eshlach Malachim, I Moshe Rabbeinu sent Malachim. And the question is, was it the Yidin or was it Moshe Rabbeinu? And Rashi says Haksuvim Halolu Tzrichim Zeh the Psukim need each other Zenoyel Vazepaseach. This one opens and this one closes, which means that they're they're explaining each other. And the Rabbi Adashi says, Moshe who Yisrael, Yisrael hey Moshe, because Hanasi who Akel, the Nasi is everything. The Nasi of the Dare, the leader of the generation, is the entire generation. And therefore in Psukim Yisrael and Moshe are interchangeable because Moshe is the Yidin and the Yidin are Moshe. Which explains why when the Yidin sinned with the golden calf, it actually caused a fall in Moshe's stature. As Chazal teach in the Pasuk, where Hashem said to Moshe, Moshe on top of the mountain. He's learning with Hashem. And Hashem says to him, go, go down. So the Chazal says, lower yourself down from your stature. Because as we're saying, if the Yidin are falling in their in their levels, Moshe is falling because they are one. <speaking in Hebrew> Seemingly, Moshe had no connection to the Chateigel. <speaking in Hebrew> he wasn't even in the category of someone that could have objected. 
Because at that time he was on the mountain. First of all, Kipsuta literally, Moshe was on top of Har Sinai, learning with Hashem. And certainly on a spiritual level, he was on top of the mountain, meaning to say he was in a transcendent space that had no connection to the world that was uh, that was creating an Egel, a calf, and worshipping it. So why would the Chet affect him that Hashem would say to him that you have to go down from your stature? Nor. Now Moshe is ain't zach mit Yisrael because Moshe is one thing with the Yidin who may le gedulase nit no unis givaren ain't zach mit gedulase Yisrael. Therefore Moshe's greatness was given to him and becomes one thing with the greatness of Yidin. Ater chet egel in Yeridu from Yisrael. So therefore, when the Yidin sinned with the golden calf and they fell spiritually, b'derech mamele gepel ta Yeridu in Moshe. Automatically, it affects Moshe's greatness because they are one. Un adi his achdus from Moshe with Yidin. And this bond, this oneness of Moshe with Yidin is noch tiefer wie seines Achtos mit Teireh, is a deeper connection than Moshe's oneness with Teireh. So that's the answer to the question. What is greater than the, than the, than the relation of, relationship of Moshe and Teireh? The relationship of Moshe and Yidin. Just like we find by the oneness of Yidin with Hashem. Even though the Ebishter and Teireh are one, like the deeper meaning of the what Chazal say. Uh, the, literally it means, I myself, Ksavis, I wrote it, Yehovis, I gave it. That's the literal meaning of it, that the Ebishter wrote the Teireh and gave it to us. But the deeper meaning is as the that the Abishter inserted himself into the Torah. His very essence is in the Torah. So the, even though the Abishter and Torah is one, the Abishter's essence is in the Torah. From deswegen is this achtos von hinten mit kutzebrichu noch tiefer und hecher davon. But the oneness of Yidin with the Abishter is deeper and greater. Then the, the relationship of the Abishter and Teireh. As Chazal say that Yidin are higher than Teireh. And therefore the relationship with Hashem is deeper than the relationship of the Abishter with Teireh. So therefore, uh, uh, just like we say by the Abishter, that the Abishter is one with Teireh. And yet, the Abishter is one with Yidin on a greater level. Similarly, and because of that, it's by Nesi by the by, 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 by the Rabbeim. Rashi says that the Nasi of the generation is the, like the whole generation. That their oneness with the Yidin of their generation is greater than their oneness with Teirah. Similarly, we find by the Tzadikim that as Chazal teaches us, a Tzadik is compared to his creator. Even though they insert themselves into the Torah that they learn, and the Rebbe brings in the Ha'ara. What the Rebbe Rashab said before he passed away, I am going to heaven. And the, the writings, the manuscripts, the teachings of Hasidus, I'm leaving to you, implying, as the Rebbe explains elsewhere, that when we have the teachings of the, of the Rebbe, we have the Rebbe, so the so 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 the, the this connection 
between the Rebbe and their Torah is so powerful. Especially the things, the, the, the parts of Torah <coughs> that the Rabbeim themselves were mechadish. But this does not come close to their oneness with Yidin. Especially those Yidin that have a unique, a special connection with them. And therefore they have a special responsibility for them. Such as those that live in their in their uh, area. Or or their children, their students. Like the Pasik says about Avram and Sarah, that those people, that they brought Tachas that they were Makarev to be under the wings of Hashem, were called the souls that they made. Obviously, Hashem made them. But the fact that they brought them into the fold was called a Nefesh So, therefore, these Yidin that are connected to the Rabbeim, to the Tzadikim, have a very special connection to them that transcends the connection of the tzaddikim and their Torah. So therefore, we conclude from this that the Hisachtus, the oneness of the tzaddikim, of Moshe Rabbeinu, with, with Yidin, is greater than the Hisachtus of Moshe Rabbeinu with Torah. Now we can understand what Moshe is saying. And the fact that Moshe risked or sacrificed his very, very existence as it relates to Torah before, even for those people who made the Ega. Since Meshach's oneness with Yidin is greater than his, than his oneness with Torah, therefore, the, so the outcome it affects both of these aspects. Because Meshach's oneness with Yidin is greater than his oneness with Torah, therefore his Mesiris Nefesh for Yidin supersedes and transcends his Mesiris Nefesh for Torah. So that's point number one. We asked why would why would he why would he Moshe risk his life for this? Because because his life is Torah, but his his connection to the Yidin is even greater. And before we get to the second point, the Rebbe inserts a very very fascinating concept. As it is written in Magid Meshadim. Magid Meshadim is a sefer that was written by Rabbi Yosef Karo about spiritual messages that he received from the Magid. Magid in this case would be a heavenly voice, a heavenly a message that, that, that told him things over the course of his life. So the Rabbi Yosef Karo wrote in the Magid Meshadim as the Yosef was meant to merit to give up his life for Kiddush Hashem, for the sanctification of God's name. It was meant to be that he would die al Kiddush Hashem. But something happened. I don't think it's it, 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 in the Magad Meshadim, it says what it was. But something happened and he was punished and he did not merit to die al Kiddush Hashem. So the Rebbe analyzes like this. Had he died, had he been killed, been killed, he would not have had the, the, the time, the possibility to author the entire Shulchan Aruch. The Rebbe explains in the Ha'ara that the 
that the this this prophecy or this information came to him before he went up to Eretz Yisrael. In Eretz Yisrael, he went in fifteen thirty six, and he didn't finish the Shulchan Aruch until sixteen fifty sixteen. 36, and he didn't finish the Shulchan Aruch until 1655, and between 1655 and 1663, which is about 30 years later, or 20 years later, 25, anyway. Anyway, the, 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 uh, the timeline is, is that he, first he received this uh, information, even though the Rebbe later in the Aruch says he received it more than once, but this information, when he wrote about it, was before he went to Eretz Yisrael, then he went to Eretz Yisrael, then he, he, he authored and completed the Shulchan Aruch. Which, be, which is uh, what teaches Yidin till this very day how to live their life. Had the, had the, had the Yisuf Cairo been killed, Al-Kiddush Hashem, he would have never been able to write, to write the Shulchan Aruch. Shemimenu Teitzei Torah Veira Luchal Yisrael from which, which uh, uh, the, a guide for life and a guide to live like Torah goes out to every Yid. Afal Pikein is das an inyin shel oinesh. Nevertheless, it's still considered a punishment. Now, vi hoichs is that ilu yon because as high as one could reach through teira, kum tisaber nitzmus is never so kiddush Hashem. It does not reach uh, the level of giving up one's life al kiddush Hashem. But does is a mesidis neves val mizayid because mesidis because kiddush Hashem is means one is dying for the very idea of being a yid. And to remain a yid, one with Hashem. So, being a yid, I and mean, having Mesidus Nefesh for being a yid, is greater than all the Torah that one could learn and write. And therefore, had he gotten his way, he would have preferred to, to die than to write the Shulchan Aruch. So from this we see the same thing by Moshe Rabbeinu, that Moshe Rabbeinu cares more about the Yidin than about his relationship with Torah. Beis, and this brings us to the second point. This oneness, and therefore this Mesiris Nefesh, is for every single Yid. In whatever state he might find himself, I feel the Eisei even those who made an Ego. Because since this bond transcends Torah, it doesn't get affected by the fact that this specific Yid is removed from Torah. As Chazal teaches us, there's a Pasuk in Yeshua that says, Chato Yisrael. The, yid, the Yidin sinned. Says the Gemara, from this we learn, that even though it was Chata, even though he sinned, they sinned, but Yisrael is still referred to as Yidin. In other words, the fact that a Yid is a Yid is deeper than than Torah. Even some of the that Chas V'Shalom tries to to run away from Torah. A yid is a yid. It doesn't affect the fact that he's a yid. And therefore, since Moshe is connecting to the yidin on this level that transcends Torah, therefore it affects even those yidin that went against the Torah. This answers the, the, the question that we had: Why would Moshe be Moshe Nefesh, and why for Yidden that that had fallen so far away? Because Moshe is tapping into this deep intrinsic connection that he has with with Yidden, that supersedes his connection with Torah, and therefore he's Moshe Nefesh for them. He's Moshe Nefesh, meaning say he gives up his Torah connection to be able to take to do what he has to do for the Yidden, and it, and he does it for every single Yid. 
Und das ist echt der Pirisch. Im Ein, im Ein, in, im Tisach Atosom, wie im Ein, Mechelin am Sifir Chavagayim. We asked, what's the connection? This is the meaning of the Pasuk. Eib der Chetta Egel is as a Chamur. As Teire geht nicht genau auf Tisach Atosom, if the gravity is so deep, so great, that Teire does not allow for forgiveness. In other words, Hashem will mechaper given. Hashem would have forgiven them. Nor Teires kivyachol toiveya umaynaya. Teires is demanding not to and withholding the forgiveness. Is Moshe's bakasha and tviya? In that case, Moshe's demand and request. Take me out of the Torah. Because then, what would shine without any cover up? would be Moshe's deep intrinsic connection with Yidin, through which we would highlight the relationship, the oneness of Yidin with the Ebishter, which is higher, as we said earlier, than the connection of the Ebishter with Teter. And this oneness with Hashem could bring about the atonement, even for the Chet Egel, and thus for which this will ultimately reconnect them with Teter. So in other words, there is such a strong connection. We asked, what's the connection between the forgiveness and Teira? Moshe is saying, if Teira is what's withholding their forgiveness, then let's rise above the Teira. Let's look at this deep connection. Take me out of the Teira. Let's focus on the connection that Moshe has with Yidin, which connects the Yidin with the Abishter. And on that level, there's forgiveness. So this is a, a fascinating and 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 revolutionary understanding of Mechenina. It wasn't an Oynesh. It wasn't a Klala, as the Balaturim says. It's actually Moshe rising ever higher to be able to do what he has to do for the Yidden. Mechenina, by taking my name out of the Torah, it's not a, a uh, Moshe is lowering himself. Actually, Moshe is rising above. And this answers both of our questions. What was our first question? Our first question was, why would Moshe give up his very being for these Yidin? And the answer is, is because what's more, more than Moshe's connection with Torah is Moshe's connection with Yidin, and therefore Moshe is Moshe Nefesh for the Yidin, even, even for the lowest Yidin. And the connection between, between uh, 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 the Kapar of the Chatagel and Mechenina and Torah is that Torah Moshe was concerned that Torah is going to get in the way of the Kapara. So it says, let's rise above it. Now we can go back to Parashat Tzadok. Now that we have this entirely new, incredible understanding of what Mechaini no means, uh, sorry, yes, of what Mechaini no means, now we can understand how it locks in to Parashat Tzadok. People now that I understand the Shaykhs from the Kashas Moshe Mechaini Tzvata Tzadok. Adi Yisachtas from Moshe Metal Yidin, but it's not Hechir from Torah. This oneness, of Moshe with every Yid, which is higher than Torah, which was expressed by Moshe's request of remove my name from your Sefer, is actually highlighted in this Pasuk of Atat Tzavas B'nai Yisrael. 
you, the atzmius from motion, the, the, the essence of Moshe is mekasher to mechaber, it connects. Tetzavah loshen tzavsa vechibur, as we know that the word tetzavah, which literally means to command, it also comes from the word tzavsa vechibur, connection. So you, the atzmius of Moshe, connects Allah Eden to Zaman and Amitzias, all Eden into one entity. So, Right away, we understand that Viata Tetzava is talking about this deep connection that Moshe has with the Yidin. And therefore, Viata Tetzava is the rightful place to bring out the, this idea this, of Mechainina. And Rabbi is going to continue to explain about the etzim of Moshe versus the name of Moshe. Meaning to say why it says Viata Tetzava, you, the Atzmius of Moshe. Mitzadi Madregis, Fun Moshe, Vazanif Shame. With the levels of Moshe that are connected with the name of Moshe, but also which includes even the Yechidus Benefes, the fifth and highest level of the Neshama. Which Yechidus is one of the names. So even Yechidus, which is generally known as the essence of the soul, is still identified as a name here. The Greichman, the Giluim Shalomayla, you could reach the level of Giluim of revelations. But they are not higher than Torah. Because the entire Torah is referred to as the names of Hashem. So the so the so the Torah is the level of name. So the name of the neshama is that is, is equal to Torah, but not higher than Torah. Just to explain this concept of giluyim very quickly. In Hasidus, it often uses the term etzem and giluyim. Etzem is, etzem is the essence of something. Giluyim is the manifestation as it relates to something else. For example, you have the, the, the sun. So there's, the, there's the, the, the actual sun, which no one could touch and no one could look at. And then there's the revelation, the rays of the sun, which can give light and can give warmth and so on and so forth. Similarly, in, in Ruchnius, etzem is the essence of the of, of, of whichever level it is, which often cannot be uh, grasped, understood, tapped into, because it's the etzem. And giluyim is as this etzem uh, manifests itself in and relates to the things around it or to the lower levels, and you know, d- d- depending on what the context is. So, on the level of the shame of Moshe, you could reach the level of giluyim of above. These giluyim are not the etzem, and therefore they're only you can only go as high as you can go, and it therefore does not transcend Torah. Therefore, you cannot accomplish this tzavs of this connection that would encompass all yidden, every single yidden one, because on that level we see this the individual yid based on their actions and based on where they're holding in life. But but when you talk about the ata, the atzmius from Moshe, was his hecher from shame v'toyar, the essence of Moshe, as it transcends a name and description. The retzem anefesh was but nit nitvis and dicham Moshe shame is the essence of the soul that is not uh, 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 defined by any of the five names. Was verbind sich mit an ata ha'ikriva amiti, which connects to the ultimate and true ata, ata shalomayla, the you of above. Namely, the essence of Hashem. Because in truth, Hasidus explains that to say you, uh, to speak directly to you, the, truly, the only one you can actually say you to is the Ebishter. Because everything else 
that exists in this world is only, it's created by the Abishter. It's actually a, a, a concealment. You're, you're not seeing the essence of it. You're seeing it as it dresses up for this world. What is the only thing in this world that you're actually, that you're actually seeing the very, the, the very, the very essence of it? The Abishter. You say the Atta you, the, truthfully, the only real you that you experience is the Abishter. And it's explained in Chassidus. It says, You, the Abishter, you sustain everything. And therefore, which means to say is that the essence of Hashem is what brought everything that exists in this world into, into being. And therefore, the name of Hashem is common, is, is expressed by everyone. In the, in the, in the Mimer, uh, um referred to in the Hara, he says, even children, even the simplest of human beings know about Hashem and trust Hashem. And this is the proof that the, that the essence of the Abishter has permeated this, this world that every aspect of this world recognizes and knows Hashem. So going back to the Sikha, the Atta of Moshe, the essence of Moshe, connects with the Atta of Hashem, which is the ultimate and true Atta Hashem. And this, and through that, you can accomplish to connect the Yidin, the Mitzavs of Echibra from Allah Yidin, the oneness, the connection of all Yidin, Afilu, the Asiya Egel, and Ein Mitzias, even the ones who created the Egel are also included in this and they are brought into one entity. So, this, without saying it very clearly, this explains the, the, the concept of the fact that this Parsha does not mention Moshe's name, but does talk about Moshe and talk about Moshe's essence. Because once we understand that Mechenino, it was actually a request of Moshe to rise above, then this Parsha does that for him. We rise above his name. And we, and we talk about Moshe's essence because through Moshe's essence, we can connect all the Yidin, even the lowest of the low, and connect them all into one existence. Now let's continue to talk about what else is in the Parsha. Right after V'atah it says, This connects V'atah to the continuation of this commandment. And they should bring to you oil in order to kindle the, the eternal flame. The candles were lit by Aaron. So why is the command that the, that the, that the oil should be brought to Meisha? So in Hasidus, the beer is the explanation is, is said as follows. Aaron on his own could affect those Yidin that are candles that are already shining. Which are already uh, uh, illuminating with the light of the mitzvah and the light of Torah. They are servants of Hashem. But if they bring the oil to Moshe, which Moshe has the ability to connect and, and, and unite all Yidin together, then this kindling of the light that Aaron is doing could affect every Yid, even the simplest Yidin, their essence because their essence of their soul becomes revealed. So you, Moshe, the essence of Moshe, can connect all Yidin together because Moshe is coming from a place that is higher than 
Torah. And therefore, Moshe gives Aaron the ability that when he goes and he kindles their lamps, their lights, it should be able to affect even those Yidin that are on the, on the bottom of the totem pole. Now let's talk with the rest of the Tzava. That's what the parsha. And this will explain to us the, the connection of 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 Mechenina and therefore Vyatatitsava with the rest of the Sadra. Which is why it's not just in the first Pasik that we don't say the name of Moshe. But Moshe's name continues to not be mentioned throughout the Sedra because the whole Sedra is following this, this theme of Vyatatitsava, of the essence of Moshe, of the idea of Mechenina. In the Megantz Sipur and Kurnus Aaron Ubanov in their Sadra is Mudgush. The entire Sadra that discusses the Kahuna, the priesthood of Aaron and his children, highlights this very idea that it has to go through Moshe. As soon as, as the Parsha finishes talking about the, the Menorah, it right away begins with the words, and you, bring close to you. Already we're talking to Moshe Rabbeinu. As Aaron, the Khan elite, Aaron and his children to be the Kayanim. Then, when it talks about the Big Day Kohona, it says, Asisa, you should make Big Day Kedesh la Aaron Achicha to your brother. Similarly, the whole uh, uh, dedication or induction to the Kohona was done by Moshe Rabbeinu, we told Baruch in the Parsha, uh, which is discussed at length in the Parsha, the whole uh, 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 second half. Of Parshas Tetzava speaks about the the days leading up to uh, uh, to the 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 dedication of the of the Mishkan, which was led by Moshe Rabbeinu. Which one of the explanations is Al very similar to what we said about the Menorah. Aaron represents the holiness of the Mishkan. And therefore, when he served as Kayin, the impact would be primarily on those who serve Hashem. Those who already have a revealed and a connection with the Menera of the Mishkan and the Besamikdash. But if Moshe brings him in, is Kunas Aroin Beoifin. As a stut of in Aliden, I feel absolutely beyoser. Then, then when Moshe gets involved, Moshe could elevate the Kahuna of Aaron that it should have an impact on every yid, even the simpletons. Thus, Eich from the timeim was gleich nachinuch Aaron stayed at Zivia of Mizbeach Mizbeach Miktak Teiris, and this explains also why after talking about Chinuch Aaron, the, the the dedication or induction of Aaron, the parsha talks about building the Mizbeach that was used for the Teiris. The lechera had at Zivia of Asias Mizbeach Apni Megidav Stein Frier in parshas Truma. So Zavim mit Zivia of Ala Klei Amishkan Kol the Mizbeach Achitzin. The 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 command to make this the the, the Mizbeach that was placed inside the Kaidesh should have been together in Parshas Truma with all of the other implements or vessels of the Mishkan, including the other Mizbeach. So why is it here in this Parsha, in Parshas Tetzave? And why after Chinuch of Aaron? Of Aaron? But because this idea here is not so much about Moshe Rabbeinu, but the fact that Aaron has to of impact Every single yid, even those that might not be on the level, this is expressed in the idea of Keteris. The Chazal tell us 
As kol tainus, she'en ba mipesha Yisrael, any fast, fast over here means when, when the Yidin would gather um, at, to fast and to pray for something, for example, uh, there was no rain, there was no drought. So the, 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 the Chachamim, the sages, would, would institute a, a fast day. So if the Poisha Yisrael, if the sinners amongst the, of, the, of the Jews do not partake in this tainus, in this fast, in this prayer, a no tainus is not going to work. Because we know that in the Ketodos, there was a, a, a uh, one, of the one of the spices was called Chelbena. In English, they say Galbenum. I don't know if I'm pronouncing that right. And nevertheless, it's listed as one of the 11 uh, ingredients of the Ketodos. Now, the whole purpose of the Ketodos was, was, was to create a good smell. And the Chelbena smells bad. Nevertheless, the Ketodos is teaching us that in order to have the Ketodos, you have to have even those spices that don't have a good smell. Similarly, to daven to Hashem, to elevate, to, 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 to make a tainus, you need to include even the Pesha Yisrael. So, so the whole concept of Ketodos teaches us the importance of, of including even the, 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 the simpler Yidin. Similar to the idea that Moshe risked his life or gave up his life, even for those who made the Egel. Similarly, when we daven, we have to include even the Pesha Yisrael. And this is learned from the Ketodos. So the Mizbeach HaKetodos fits into Parshas Tetzavah. Because Tetzavah is all about reaching the last or the, or the furthest Yid. And Ketodos teaches us that. So it belongs in Tetzavah. Obviously, this connects to the Atat so the essence of Moshe Rabbeinu, which connects to Mechenina, remove my name, because we're rising up to the essence of Moshe. So this explains that, that the idea of Mechenina fits into the whole theme of Parshas Tetzavah. It fits into Vyukho Ilacha, it fits into the Chinuch of Aaron Rabbanov and the Big Day Corona, etc. And it fits into the and it fits into the, to the concept of the And we see this revealed also in the Avoida of the Kateris in Yom Kippur. As it says at the very end of the Sadra. And we know that the end of the Sadra is the culmination of everything that's spoken about in the Sadra. The Chiper Aaron Al Karnais of Aaron will forgive, will, will, will gain atonement for the Yidden on the, the corners of the Mizbeach Akteris, Ach Aspashana on this one day a year, Yechaper Al Avladirisechem, he will bring atonement for all the generations. So, so Yim Kippur, which is through the Kteris, is when there was Kapara for those who needed atonement. Implying that even those who were in a position that needed kapara, the ktoiris, anim kippur, would give them kapara. So we see the importance of reaching out even to those who, who seem to be very far away. And that is the theme of Tetzavah. The theme of Tetzavah is the fact that Moshe Rabbeinu is connected to every single yid. If not by name, but by his essence. And therefore, the whole theme of Parashat Tetzavah speaks about the fact that the, the, everything that Aaron could accomplish is only through Moshe could he reach every single yid. This brings us an incredible lesson in serving Hashem. Just like Moshe was ready to forego the, 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 this most primary aspect of him, his connection to Eden for other yidin, and even for those who created an ego, but thus is This is more than love your fellow as yourself. The kamoicha of Moshe is dachteira. The engagement sees is going to look into The kamoicha of Moshe, yourself of Moshe, is teira because his entire being was was permeated with teira. 
Is Moshe given great smavatas of them? And Moshe was ready to give it all up. To be one with including those who, who, who were removed from Torah. And similarly, Moshe, as the faithful shepherd, Moshe gave every yid in every generation, in every place and time, the ability that he too or she too can conduct themselves in this way to give up their everything that they that, that they are for another yid. And this is how the Rebbe explains the Rashi. This is Moshe's title. We asked we, we, the last question, which we didn't really address because it wasn't really the, 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 the theme here, was what's, what, what, what's Rashi trying to say? Rashi is trying to say that they shouldn't say on me about me that, uh, that I wasn't able to, to daven for them. And the Rebbe asks, one second, is Moshe worried for himself? That doesn't really fit with, 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 with the context of the passage, with who Moshe Rebbe was. So here, in the Haira, the Rebbe explains how the, uh, what Rashi is saying. If God forbid Hashem did not forgive them, which would mean that those who had sinned would be removed from the Torah, yet Moshe Rabbeinu would remain in the Torah, they're going to say, I wasn't worthy. They would say, Moshe was not ready to have Mesir's Nefesh. In other words, the he wasn't worried for himself. He was worried that they're going to say that Moshe didn't have Mesir's Nefesh for Yidin because he was more worried about the Torah. And Moshe was worried that they would learn this, this lesson for future generations. That Torah is more important than a Yid. And this is what Moshe is saying, according to Rashi. People shouldn't say that Torah is more important than a Yid. People should know that I was Moshe Nefesh for the Yidin, I gave up my connection to Torah to, to, to save the Jewish people. And the lesson is as it applies to the Avaid of every single person. It's not enough that we have Avas Yisrael. And to every single year, despite whatever spiritual situation they might be in. And that we love them as much as we love ourselves. That is not good enough. We have to give away, we have to give up our lives for another Yid and for Yedin Yidin. And for every Yid. And where do you see the Mesiris Nefesh for the other Yid? By loving the, by loving the creations and bringing them close to Teter. That's, that's how you show them the Av of Kamaycha and beyond Kamaycha. To, to bring them closer to Torah. And this is what we learned from Parshas Tetzaveh, the importance of, of foregoing or giving up even our own uh, a connection to Torah to be able to help another Yid and every Yid, even those that are running away from Torah, chas v'shalom, and to be mekarvan la Torah, to bring them closer to Torah. Wow.